888-551-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Welcome to today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I hope uh, everyone had a wonderful week. Now we're moving into the end of fall, and very soon we're going to be in winter. But we have had basically uh, the driest fall, I think, on record. To begin with today, I, in the previous programs, have been talking to the audience about our calling. And I have, I like to take a take what I feel the Holy Spirit is wanting me to present and give examples, scripture, to try to make as clear or to clearly convey what I feel is important on these programs. I do have a, a flow and it's just like going down river. You always have bends in the river. Calling. I, I was telling my wife that I'm trying to finish and the matter of calling. But last night as I'm preparing for this program, I really sense that the Holy Spirit was telling me, my people still don't understand calling. There are There is the occupation that we as God's children, we have occupations. We may be whatever. Whatever we do to put food on the table. Whatever we do to keep a roof over our heads. That's our occupation. Occupation is different than calling. Calling is something that is spiritual it relates to the kingdom of heaven. It relates to the spiritual, your spiritual life. When you became a believer, 
you have to occupy. We have to be in the world. We have to occupy. We have we have uh, we have to live in the world, pay our taxes. But then, as it pertains to the kingdom of heaven, there is a spiritual side to each of us. And in the the God side, with God's plan for us and how we fit into His kingdom, we fit into the kingdom of the world. But then there is the kingdom of heaven. And in the kingdom of heaven, the two are separate. Christ said that he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. And there was a revelation, an understanding that Jesus Christ was Christ, that the Lord Jesus was the Christ. And upon that revelation, upon that rock, the rock being the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, Christ would build his church. In Zechariah, the temple, concerning the temple, God said that it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. God would build his temple, his church, by his spirit. Man would have a hand in it. Christ came, he called twelve apostles. He called them. John and James were fishing. Christ came to where they were fishing. He told them, leave your nets. Leave what you do. Your occupation. Your occupation is your fishermen. Leave your nets and you come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And they left their nets. They left their father. They left his boats. And they did follow Christ. For three and a half years, he trained them. The same principle is with all of us. There is the occupation that we, that we, uh, we have to be responsible in the world. That's our occupation. Again, but then there is something that each of us, male, female, young and old, we have a spiritual dynamic, a part of our lives that, is, that pertains to God and His kingdom. And in that, uh, with us, there is a calling. There is a something that is unique to each one of us. Some the spiritual abilities that God will give us. Firstly, we're born again. We have received eternal life. 
now God can, by His Spirit, begin to renew our minds through His Bible, transform us through His Spirit, to wash the effects of uh, of the uh, corrupt society out of our habits, out of our thinking. We're full of we're full of a culture. The culture involves idolatry, sin, uh, ego. God has to deliver us from what is natural, what is not of His kingdom, so we can be uh, useful in His way. His way is holy. His way is righteous. We come into Christ unholy, unrighteous, and God begins to firstly forgive us of our sins and to put us on the right standing with God and clear all the offenses that we have with God just because of our nature. Our nature is fallen. So we have to be redeemed, presented to God in righteousness, and that righteousness can only come through Jesus Christ. Upon receiving Him, we fulfill the righteous requirements of pleasing God, which is by uh, receiving Christ by faith. It's, it's deep. It, is, it can be complicated. But as time goes on, God, He is able to make clear all the matters concerning the Christian life. I didn't prepare for this part of the program, so I have to go as the Holy Spirit leads me, so that I can stay, uh, so I can be coherent. In the matter of calling, I want to jump to Noah, there was something that Noah, only Noah could do. Noah was unique in the sense that he was trained to build, and he was trained to build something that no man had ever built, an ark. But he had skills. God gave him the dimensions of what was to be built, what wood to use, what he was to do once it was built. He must have been a, a uh, rancher, so to speak, because he was able to gather all the creatures of that time and he put young male and female on the ark. These were not older giraffes. They were young giraffes. They were small. They weren't fully grown. But God showed him what he should do. Noah could not be replaced. The earth had become evil, corrupt. The Nephilim, the world was full of children that were half angel, half human. 
the world was completely full of godlessness, wickedness of every type. All of the creatures of the land or of the world, for the most part, were going to die except for the creatures that Noah would bring on board the ark. He was called in his generation for something that only he was qualified for. He was called to do that. We are also called in our generation to do something that previous generations did not have a part of. Then you have Joseph. Joseph being one of the uh, children of Jacob. And Joseph was uh, young. He was Jacob's favorite boy. Jacob made him a coat of many colors. And Jacob could have done this for any of his children, but he did it for Joseph. The other children were envious, and it caused strife, envy, hatred. And Joseph was persecuted. He went through rejection, then he was sold to the Egyptians. He became a slave, basically a piece of property. A lot of times we feel like we're just a piece of property. But if we forget our situation and our circumstances, God will reveal to us in due time a greater purpose with us. It's an important, it's a, it's a marvelous purpose but it just takes time for things to develop we don't see what God is doing with us when we're when we first begin our walk it takes time to develop but as we get up the road a ways we can look back and we can begin to see how God was involved in everything from the time we're born again and prior to being born again going back to when we're children how God was protecting us, moving us from experience to experience. Some people have more negative experiences than others. But eventually, with us individually, God has a plan, and it just takes time for that plan to develop. Then we also... Because we have free will, we have to desire to know that perfect will of God in our lives. What keeps us from totally throwing in all of our chips or, or placing our bet, what prevents us and keeps us from giving God our all is fear. We're afraid. We're fearful. We don't know what the future holds. And we hesitate. Sometimes a hesitation can take a year, 10 years, 20 years. But God, through all that time, is still wanting us to 
throw it all in, to throw ourselves on the altar. When you throw yourself on the altar and you put yourself into God's hands, He's going to burn up everything that is natural. And as He burns what is natural, it is a sweet savor. It's a sweet smell. It's incense to Him. But once you have given Him the right to use you in the very best way according to His his purpose, you become like Noah and Joseph. You begin to be, or you become part of a great plan of God and God moves you in your future to perfect locations, experiences, and God is pleased, and you are pleased. And once you have consecrated, given God everything, it's at that point when you realize how valuable you really are to God, and you get to realize how valuable how valuable you are uh, personally. God begins to reveal to you the importance that you as an individual have in the world, with your family, with the micro world, macro world that you're in, and most importantly, the kingdom of heaven, and where you fit, how you fit, what your use, your your best use. Uh, you don't take a you don't take a, a five gallon bucket to use as a step stool. That's not the purpose of a bucket. The bucket is to hold something. Once you consecrate your life, the Lord takes what you are being used for and He flips it to use you for what you were created for. You're created for something high. We have a high calling, something important. Marvelous, a great plan. Once you consecrate yourself to God, you become useful with man and with God. Fear keeps God's children from giving themselves completely to God. Fear, the fear of the unknown. Well, perfect love casts out all fear. If your love isn't perfect, it's because it's contaminated with fear. And that kind of contamination hinders you in your Christian walk, hinders you in your calling. Fear of the unknown. God is the God of the unknown. God sees everything. He knows everything. He knows His plan for each of us individually. He knows where we can fit to be, be the most useful for mankind, the most useful for His kingdom. But 
we now are in a time where we don't have much time left to make the decision to commit, to consecrate, to put yourself on the altar. Because we have moved into the, I wouldn't say, I would put it, I'll put it this way. When you're getting ready to make a pizza, you have the dough, the sauce, you have the all the ingredients. You have your pepperoni, your sausage, depending. You can split them half and half. For those that are vegetarian, you have your tomatoes, your olives, your onions. You have your artichokes. You have the cheese. You have everything necessary. The ingredients for the pizza, I liken to all the prophecies in the Bible about our time. Every prophecy in the Bible for our time will come to pass. Firstly, it will come to pass. We will not stop what God said about the time in which we live in. In the body of Christ, you have 10,000 pastors. Of the 10,000 pastors, a great percentage are not aware of the time that we're in. That they have been trained to be people-oriented and, and many different things. But one thing that all of God's men in positions of authority, they should have in their thinking consciously the matter of prophecy. I came out of a very, very strong, very deep uh, Bible-centered, Christ-centered, Holy Spirit-centered, deep with Scripture, doctrine, theology, fellowship. Very, very deep. Inner life. But prophecy was one thing that was not discussed. The gifts of the Holy Spirit were not were forbidden. We were not to talk about them, use them. We were fundamental. Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, both testaments. We knew everything about all the different aspects, the whole swing of salvation, eternal salvation and salvation of the soul, knowledge of the flesh, how it works against the purposes of God in our lives individually. 
the matter of atonement, redemption, justification by faith, glorification eventually. We were very, very deep in all of the doctrines of the faith but and the theology, God being life, God being divine, the nature of God, the requirements, the deep requirements of God through righteousness, how we cannot fulfill any of these laws, the law, the... Uh, The law does not save. The scripture does not save. But Christ saves and the scripture is there to point us to Christ. With all those things, there was no eschatology. This is the basic experience of most of the Christians in America. And the pastor's don't talk about end of days. We're at the bottom of the hour. We'll be back in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. On Tuesday, December 7th, Life Choices is participating in Colorado Gives Day. I know many of you are passionate about life and want to make a difference, but don't know how. Go online to lifechoices.org and click on Colorado Gives to schedule a payment for December 7th or call 303-651-2050. Your giving will save and transform lives. Call 303-651-2050 or go to lifechoices.org and make a difference for life. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. There's a little log cabin nestled in the Colorado Rockies, cozy, secluded, and it's just for pets. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. No bipeds allowed. Happy Tails, I mean trail. Pet Spa and Resort is all the comforts of home with the luxury of a spa and resort. The 35 services available, from basic boarding to bed buddies and belly rubs to massage therapy. Uh, beware, though, this kind of treatment may change your dog's personality. When you end up bringing him the Sunday paper to read, don't say we didn't warn you. Oh, you just need a warm-up spike? Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort is the gold standard for pet lodging and boarding. Ultra clean and safe and upscale. With individual suites, with TV, webcam, private backyard, even patio homes. And 24-hour on-site care. A first for Northern Colorado. Call right now for a complimentary day of boarding plus a free shampoo. 663-PAWS. 663-PAWS. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Off I-25 and Crossroads just north of Centera. Called the Glass Doctor of Greeley. Foggy window panes. 
cracked or chipped windshields, glass shower installations. We do it, we do it good. Heavy equipment glass, home, business, or auto glass repair or replace. We do it real good. Called Glass Doctor of Greeley. Do it, do it good. Stupid robot. That cracks you up. Call the Glass Doctor of Greeley. 970-616-3100. That's 970-616-3100. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy so fear fear will keep you from moving into God and uh, like I say this is not the time to be fearful the fear of the unknown it's difficult I'll give you some negative examples there was Stephen in the book of Acts. He's a young man, very knowledgeable of the scripture, knowledgeable of Israel's history as a nation, how corrupt they were, how unfaithful they were, how they were steeped in religion. And in one little speech, he convicted the whole audience to the point where they couldn't stand to hear what he was saying anymore. They were so convicted. And it says that they, just like these riots that are taking place in this country, like brute beasts, they ran upon him and stoned him. And in the final seconds of his life, he sees Christ, the Son of Man, standing in the heaven, looking over the edge of heaven. And he even stated, I see, I see Christ. And they plugged their ears. Well, all through church history, there have been these kind of stories. In the scripture, there are these kind of stories. And fear, we read these stories and we are full of fear because we don't really understand the power of an endless life. And the other thing is, I mean, it's... it's I, I'm trying to... I, like I say, I didn't, I didn't plan to go this direction. But I know what the Holy Spirit is telling me. God's children are afraid of death. God's children are afraid of pain. God's filled children are afraid to make commitment. They are afraid to change. They, we in America, we have lived in a society that was, for some, for the most part, sophisticated and safe. Well, things have changed 
things are not going to get better. God is, the Holy Spirit, is actively going, the, the Spirit of God is actively going through the land, looking at the hearts of His children. And where the, the least resistance is, that is where the Holy Spirit is residing. We have free will. We can let the Holy Spirit reside upon us, or we can limit Him. But He is, the Holy Spirit is going through the land. There is, there is a remnant or a small remnant or a company or a residue. And this is the way Isaiah puts it. There's a residue. Like when you take a shower, you rinse off. No shower, no bubbles, nothing in your hair. Everything is clean. But still there is a residue. This is where the Holy Spirit is going presently. He is going to this residue. And it is this residue that is going to be effective against all of the darkness, all of the winds of demonic activity, the raging floods that are coming, the blistering rain that is coming, coming, it is this residue that God is going to protect. It's this residue that God's Spirit is going to be upon. It is this residue that God is going to do mighty things through. It is this residue who have willingly decided to do Whatever God asks, they will do. It's in the book of Daniel. I believe it's chapter 11. Is it 11? They that know their God will, as requested, whatever is requested, they are there. Amen, Lord. This is your request. Amen. They will they will move as requested and upon them will be the power of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Romans Paul talks about the world is waiting is intently aware of something that is going to take place. It happened at that time, and the world saw the birth and the early stages of the church of God. But now at the end of the world, the whole world is on tiptoe once again. They know something is up. They sense it. The, the 
non-believers, God-haters, God's children, everyone listening to this program, you know something is up. You may not understand it in your natural mind, but deep in your spirit, you know something's up. Something's happening. We're waiting for something. We're, we're looking left, right. We're trying to see what it is that we don't see. What that is, is this residue of godly, godly people that have consecrated themselves, that are on the altar, there to be used by God as He chooses. Yes, there are things that we want. Okay, Lord, I will serve you if... And then we make our list. But then there are those that say, Lord, I will serve you. I have no list. If you will do this, I will do that. No, they have no list. Lord, I am yours. Take me where you will. Do with me what you do with me as you please. I have no list. I you bought me, you purchased me. I am your possession. You hold my life, everything I have in your hand. David said, I am a worm in the hand of the Lord. A worm has no say. A worm has no teeth. A worm is not toxic in any way. I am a worm in the hand of the Lord. And that is complete trust. When you're in the Lord's hand, that means you trust perfectly. And you have no way to wiggle out. How are you going to wiggle out of God's hand? There is a residue that the Holy Spirit is upon. And for the people in the religious world, I hear people say that they have come out of religion, but I know they have not left religion. Religion is like, I'll give you an example. Years ago I worked in uh, Anchorage, Alaska, during the fishing season for a company called Whitney's Fidalgo Seafood. We'd bring in tons and tons and tons by the plane load of salmon for processing. Working sometimes 18 hours, 24 hours, just enough time to get something to eat but back onto the floor to process fish. Now they do it on ships. But back then they flew they flew the fish into a little port called Valdez, shipped by train up to or flew them up to Anchorage, picked them up at the airport, we processed. Well, I'd been working for three weeks. Well, you're working with fish, you're with fish smell smell. <clears throat> And so uh, we had a day off right around just just before July, 
forth. So I went, got cleaned up, took a shower, came out. My roommate, he said, man, he said, uh, I just got out of the shower. And Dave said, he said, Rick, uh, boy, you better take a shower because you really smell like fish. And I said, David, I just took a shower. He goes, oh, you did? Well, I went and took another shower, came back out, and I said, how do I smell? He said, you smell like fish. I said, oh, then I realized I'm breathing in the smell. I was permeated. All my cells, all my skin, everything permeated with the smell of fish. You can't get it out of you. Religion is the same way. For you who feel that you're out of religion, you better ask, ask the Lord, say, Lord Jesus, if I am still affected by religion, Please show me. Friends that I have known 30 years, 40 years in Christ that say they're out of religion. They are not out of religion. You can't get out of religion. You can't. It's impossible. By nature, you're religious. Christ has to take religion out of you. Christ said in Hebrews, Come out of the camp. I am outside in the wilderness. Get out of the camp. Most of evangelical Christianity, they're not going to get out of religion. They're going to carry that spirit and that flavor with them. When we consecrate ourselves to Christ, one of the things that He does is He takes out of us what is not of Him. What is not of Him in our personality, in our disposition, in our tastes, in our nature. Our nature will always be with us. We have to at all times, be aware of that. It's fallen. But, as we stay on the altar, the fire continues to burn what is not of God. It consumes it. Paul, Pharisee of the Pharisees, trained with the history of the children of Israel, with the trained to work as a priest in the temple with the other priests in the ways of Moses. He meets Christ and he goes out into the wilderness away from everything and allows Christ to begin to, he puts himself on the altar because he had seen Christ and heard Christ, heard his voice. Lord, who are you? And he couldn't, he didn't know who Christ was because the light was so bright. All he knew was he was blinded by it. 
Christ completely, he completely came out of Judaism. 100%. He was not affected by it. God was not going to allow cross-contamination bringing part of Judaism, the law, everything that pertained to the children of Israel. He was not going to contaminate this new church with that old system. This is your future. This is what God has to do and is doing with this residue. Remnant is too big. A remnant is too many. A residue was the 300 men that, that uh, with Gideon. That was a residue. This is the principle with God at the end of the world. He doesn't need millions and millions and millions and millions of Christians. They're not going to be obedient to Him. They're not going to yield to Him. They're not going to consecrate themselves to Him. He'll do more with the remnant, with the residue, there's a hundredfold, there's thirty, sixty, a hundredfold. The hundredfold will be few, fewer than the sixty. Sixty will be fewer than the thirty. There'll be quite a few in the thirty. Less in the sixty, a residue in the hundred. God will not wait any longer for the people, for His children who have, who live in fear, fear of the unknown. He can't wait anymore. There's no time. There was a time when Noah, there was no more time. The ark was finished. Now, he was busy with the ark roughly for a hundred years. But now, time, it was, he was, now everything had gone to critical. Now he had to, something was coming. And he had to move efficiently, quickly to get the animals on board. Then, once they were on board, there was no hesitation. The door went up, and the ark was sealed. And they waited. And then, something that had never happened before began. Water started falling out of the sky. It was something brand new. Hadn't happened before. That type, bring it to today. There is something happening. Time is over. Time has run out. Now all the prophecies are going to be fulfilled. We're going to finish this after the break. Be right back. For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. 
Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. I may not be a doctor, but I know this. You wouldn't leave your loved one in a box to collect dust and rust for 15 years, but you can do it to your gun. Just let me see it before it hurts the wrong someone. Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith. I've been repairing and cleaning firearms for 15 years. I started My Favorite Gunsmith to make sure your freedom stick goes boom. So if you're having any issues, big or small, shoot me a text, give me a call, 970-776-0258. It's 970-776-0258. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. I'll show us. Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees, that's 568-6898. God bless us! Okay, well, we're finishing out this hour. And uh, as we finish out this hour, I want to give you my contact information and that contact information is P.O. Box 872 for the Olive Tree Ministry P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80502 the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree Program. With, like Noah, the day came when the door was shut. And the door isn't going to be shut to us as believers. The door is going to be open to things of God. God, right now with the rise of the witchcraft in the world, and there was the great rise of witchcraft at the time of Noah. 
It was more satanic, a society, a civilization, internationally, more satanic than it ever occurred from the time of Adam. Exactly that scenario will take place again in the time in which we live. As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be. It shall be. It cannot be stopped. It will take place. It will transpire. Also, in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, the witchcraft that is coming cannot be stopped. The body of Christ is going to have to accept the fact that we have a war with the kingdom of darkness. And this is going to be a real war. And for the audience that has always shrieked, plugged their ears, uh, walked out of the room, you can go ahead, plug your ears, walk out of the room, you can shriek, you may not like it, doesn't matter. The fact is, God is telling His children that we are at the end of the world. One of the signs at the end of the world will be the greatest increase of occult activity, even greater and similar to, but greater, than the time of Noah. Why? Because Noah didn't have Antichrist in his day. He had fallen angels that were half human, or he had uh, Nephilim that were half human, half angel. We have them already. They are already here. But we are also going to have the son of perdition, the man of sin, the Antichrist. And this man is going to do things internationally. So that ends the first hour, 1360khnc.com, to the podcast section for this program. We'll be back after the top of the hour. The Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.
Testing, testing. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Some of the state's bigger vaccination centers returning, making it more convenient to be inoculated against COVID. Denver's Ball Arena, where the Nuggets and Avalanche play, reopened its parking lots as a vaccination site on Saturday. It was the first of 15 clinics that are expected to be held there in the coming month. Most. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. Sits a ragged tent. Welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. This is a radio church. I do minister from the uh, microphone here. In Africa, many of the Christians, they don't actually have assemblies because they're remote little villages. They may not have pastors in their little villages. They depend on radio. And that is where they get their spiritual food, where they get their spiritual direction. This is a radio church, and uh, my contact information is... I don't give out a phone number. I don't give out a home address, anything like that. I can't. I don't have a website. 
because I'm on the station here. The reason I don't do it is because uh, there is a there are enemies of God's children, and I have to I have to be wise. We all have to be wise. We have to be careful. I am going to and had do have a website which eventually everything will be finished with it and you'll be able to contact me that way. When I did the programs in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, I learned a lot of lessons there. And I generally am not a proponent of call-in because call-in has its problems. I did have call-in in Las Vegas for the half last part of the the hour, but eventually the station manager had to tell the board operator these people cannot call in any longer, and it it did become kind of a it was a uh, it interfered with the flow of things. Now, in the first hour, I'll leave that. I'm going back to what I was talking about in the first hour. The matter of consecration. I didn't plan to go this direction, but I feel it's important. Just getting the sense of what is important to the Holy Spirit. He's the master of ceremonies. He's the one that gets to decide what is important with programs what is important to his people. He's the one who wears a vest that is dipped in blood. He's the one who has dressed for the occasion, for the time in which we're in. He is the one who is orchestrating the godly men in positions of authority. He's the one who is orchestrating, giving direction to the godly children that serve him. He is the one who has preeminence over all things. He is the one who decides whether we go left or right, whether we go forward or we stop and we stay stationary. He is the one who purchased us with a great price, the ultimate price, but he purchased not us individually, but he purchased a corporate group of people. He has been working with a corporate group of people for 2,000 years, and before that, the children of Israel and mankind prior to that. But now, because we're at the end, in my study of the Scripture, looking at the prophetic word, analyzing the societies of the world, the psychological makeup of the world, as a whole, as a family of mankind, the family of mankind, to a great degree, has become, has become anti-God. The nations of the world 
are basically anti-Christ, anti-God, anti-Christianity. They adhere, they obey, they live according, to, for the most part, according to their own laws, and they don't want out any outside interference by a God of heaven, by a creator, by an almighty Yahweh Sabaoth, a Lord of hosts, the hosts that he presides over and rules in the heavens, his holy angels, and a body of believers that have the Spirit of God in them on the earth. And then he has a people that uh, the world hates, Israel as a nation, and the children of Israel that are a small, again, residue that are in Israel that love their God. They don't know their Messiah. They're waiting for him. But they know their God. They're, they pray to their God. But then you have Israel as a nation. In a sense, it is apostate, just like the Christian churches internationally apostate. I talk about, as an evangel evangelical, I talk about the evangelical churches, the great apostasy in the evangelical churches. So out of the apostasy... God always finds the believers that offer the least resistance to Him, to His plan. Those who consecrate themselves to God are willing to do as God asks, go to where God requests, where He wants them to go. And who uh, who are uh, many things who desire to be holy, who wash their garments daily in His blood, in the blood of Christ, who stay uh, like Paul said, He keeps His flesh under subject, he keeps His flesh subject to him, to Himself. He doesn't allow his flesh to go crazy. And uh, this is who the Holy Spirit is seeking. There is this residue of people. This is the group of people in the churches, all seven of them, that God's work is going to be with. These are the, this is the company of people that God is going to rock the world. He's going to shake the world. He's going to shake the power in the heavens, the forces of darkness. Can that happen? Well, he did it in the book of Acts with the early apostles, with the apostle Paul. Paul's letters, it's the group of letters that were written by Paul to the seven churches or to the churches and those letters have changed the world no letters written by anybody have changed the world like the letters of Paul the gospels 
presented Christ in his time on earth and up to his death. The writings of Paul were able to present to the the people of that time the purpose of God, the plan of God, and the churches of God. It was, uh, I didn't plan to go that direction either, but I just, I, I know what happened through Paul's writings. I know how the societies of that time were uh, affected, and I know how his writings to our day have affected the world. I don't tell you about consecration from a perspective of knowledge. In the scripture, you have the doctrines of salvation. That is the teachings, the doctrines. But then you have to have the experience. To take the teachings of the born-again experience... That's one thing. But to actually have the experiences of being born again, that is completely different. You can talk about God and theology and who God is, what God is. That's one thing. But to know God and have the experience of God in you as God, that's different. The matter of consecration. I can tell you about it. I can give you the verses which I have done. What it means. You put yourself on the altar. You give yourself to God. No matter what. You trust Him. Wholeheartedly. You love Him. You're His. He purchased you. That's doctrine. That is you can read about it. Read the story of Abraham trusting God, putting Isaac on the altar. That's a story. But the reality of you putting yourself on the altar so that God uses you the way that He desires, that's different. The experience. There's the knowledge of life God is life. He's eternal life. He always was. He will always be. That's the knowledge of life. Now the experience of life is having God in you as your life, living in you as life, living His life out in you. You experience the power of His life. That's experience. So you have the knowledge of life, the experience of life. Consecration. For those of you who have not 100% totally consecrated your lives to God, and there you know the percentage of, you know, you can say, well, I give God this much or that much. You know the percentage. 
But to say 100%, that's tough. Because, again, fear, fear of the unknown. What is God going to do if I give my life to Him? Like when I was young, does that mean I'm not going to get married? Does that mean that, what does it mean? I'll give you my experience now. I become a Christian, 1972. I live my life the way I want. I'm involved in the, the sins of the world. I'm young. I have a great job. I have income. I have a nice car. I live what I, I live life the way I want. But Christ did not own me. He lived in me. I knew him. And during that time, I wasn't churched. No churches. I would meet Christ with other Christians out in the public. And when they said they were Christian, I was happy to know another Christian because that person knew Christ. I was very, like most of us, very pure. Though I was involved in all kinds of sinful things, I was still pure in my heart. I knew God was real. And I was learning to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, even though I'd not been in a church, in an assembly, no pastor, no teachers, nothing like that. But the Lord, in 1974, in April, I had this sense, by reading the New Testament, that I needed to be baptized. And I tried to get baptized. I, there were three opportunities to be baptized in Pentecostal churches in Longmont and North Denver. All, all of these opportunities, they, they fell through. So on the third attempt, I just told Lord, I said, well, Lord, forget that. You don't want me to be baptized? I feel I should be baptized. Heck with it. You, you, you come and get me. I'm not going to pursue this anymore. And I went out to the bar and spent the night in the bar. About a month later, I ran into a Christian friend that really, a couple of Christian friends that really helped me in the Lord. And uh, though I still lived there, you know, just a lifestyle that wasn't pleasing to God, they still, they would talk to me about the Lord. And well, one of them had a letter from a friend that lived in Berkeley, California. And in the letter, the friend, I read the letter, the friend said that I've been, have you seen Rick lately? I've been praying for him. Well, I read that letter, and it just jumped out. I've been praying for him. And I asked the friend, I said, do you think, I said, Delane, do you think I should go out to California? I want to be baptized. Do you think I should go out to California to be baptized? She said, yes, yes. Go, you need to go. That was in May, late the end of May. Went home, packed a backpack. I was going to hitchhike out. I had a job working for the uh, city of Longmont up at the pool. And the season was about to begin. I uh, thought, oh, I can't go. I have a meeting tomorrow. So I threw the backpack on the bed and went about my day. Next day I went to the meeting with the, the, all the lifeguards, with the 
assistant manager. And that day, he told me I was going to be the manager to replace him at Sunset Pool and the Central Centennial Pool in Longmont. And I told him, I said, Reg, I don't have any experience doing this. He said, no, you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to train you. I've worked it out with the city of Longmont. I want to move to Arizona. I have a photography business. You're going to take over and replace me. I said, well, what about this other guy? No. His dad told him that he could either take over the family farm or he could work for the city of Longmont. He's going to go to work for the dad. Another friend, uh, his mother, his wife didn't want him being around young women. So he told me, you're going to be the manager. I said, well, I don't know how to do this. He said, it doesn't matter. He said, it's going to set you up in your future. I very seldom tell this story. But for the purpose of consecration, this is for you. So he said, now, if you're going to take a vacation, you better do it. You've got one week because when you get back, you're going to be busy all summer long because I'm going to have, I have a lot to, to work with you on, hiring and the whole thing. I said, no kidding. Well, I went home. It was a Friday. I got my backpack, and here I go. I-25 up to Cheyenne. Well, actually, I went to Laramie, and here I go to California. It was a Labor Day weekend. Sorry, Memorial Weekend. And uh, about the 29th of 30th of May. Thumb out, I'm on the way. I get to Berkeley on Sunday afternoon, right at the end of the church service where the friend has a fellowship. We have a couple get married in the afternoon. That evening, there were a group, we went to a service talking about the book of Matthew. I thought, man, alive, look at all these hippies. Long hair, hippie, hippie jeans, beads. This is my kind of place. It was about 60 people, a lot of young people. About half of the, pop, half of the people there were young. And I thought, my gosh, this has got to be the place. Well, they were having a baptism on the Berkeley campus, the fountain. At the, at the entrance to the Berkeley, to UC Berkeley. There were about 10, 10 kids, I think, maybe a little more, somewhere in that vicinity. I was the last one to get saved. I was the last one to get baptized. Each one gave a little testimony before they baptized him in like about two and a half feet of water. Well, I remember standing on the edge of that fountain, and I knew, and I just said to the whole crowd, and to the Lord. Lord, I've had the first 25 years of my life. It was my 25th birthday. I've had the 20, first 25 years of my birth, of my life. I've done what I wanted. But I give the rest to you. They baptize me. And from that point forward, God has led me to hardships, but he's kept me through great experiences where I could have gone into the world and made money, but 
He kept me. I've been to the edge of the grave a couple of times. One time in the valley of the shadow of death, there's no coming back. And in that experience, the Lord showed me the valley of the shadow of death. There's no coming back from that experience unless God reaches down into that crevice. It's not a valley. It's a crevice to the point where it's so dark at the bottom you can't see the sky. God reaches down and pulls you out. But I've never regretted for one ever my decision to give myself totally to God. He has taken me places. I have seen things of God that many Christians have not seen and experienced. Because when you consecrate, when you've given yourself wholly to the Lord, it is His responsibility to protect you, provide for you, to put you in the most profitable scenarios for the sake of the kingdom and for your inheritance in eternity. It is His responsibility to arrange things. I didn't think I'd ever get married. But one day, in the plan of God, I have a large family. My wife has a large family. And through our marriage, we've been able to pray for our families. That's just one, one thing. And I have been put in situations with assemblies where I needed to be in these assemblies to see things that only God could show me in that assembly. Once he finished training me, he'd move me to another assembly. He never allowed me to become a member of any church ever again. That's my calling. I'm not saying that's your calling. Many believers are called to an assembly of believers with the pastor. That's not my calling. My calling was to be and help pastors, to work with them so that they're to look and see what was in their fellowships that was working against them. And there were a few times where I actually didn't take over the ministry, but I actually would run the ministry. And I would run the ministry for a while to get the ministry from point A to point B. Then the head of the ministry would take over once again and they would finish out their ministry and I would go elsewhere. I wasn't called to be someone who sat in an assembly as a church member. No. The Holy Spirit raised me, trained me to go to work. There was a need and to assist, once the need was met, then I was, I would be allowed to leave and God would give me the next assignment. But a lot of that was searching His will for my life and the will of my family and other people. We're going to go to the bottom of the hour break. There's the experience of consecration and the knowledge of consecration. We'll be right back. The globalists say resistance is futile. 
Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hate cleaning? We love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. Hi folks, the Rev here. The Hunting and Sportsman's Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Malls to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. So to continue, it's important that I tell you the whole story. Now, with your consecration, yes, the Holy Spirit is going to move you in a new direction. There are things that you desire that are perfect for you, and God is going to uh, change your plans. So I I get out to California. I'm baptized. I work. The the friend works for a company. Uh, They make tofu. And I needed a little bit of money to get back to Colorado, so I decided to work there for one day. So I worked on Monday, which was uh, Memorial Day. I thought, well, I can work a day. That'd be about 25 something dollars. That'd be perfect. I can hitchhike back. I have plenty of cash. 
I was convicted to be baptized. With the conviction, I trusted God to give me the rides that I needed to get to California to get there on Sunday, and I didn't know there was going to be a baptism on Sunday. I just knew to go see the friend. I had the I had the resolve and I left. I got to Laramie Friday afternoon or early evening. I could not get a ride out of Laramie going west. I was standing right off the interstate with my thumb out. State Patrol or Wyoming State Patrol pulled over. The guy was going to throw me in jail. I said, listen, I'm just going to go to California. I'm going to be out of the state by tonight. He said, no, you're not. He said, if I catch you if I have to catch you with your thumb out again, you're going to jail. I said, all right, I'll walk. And he let me go. I probably walked five. I walked till just almost dark. It was probably, yeah, I got to Laramie by about five. So I'd walked out about 10, 15 miles. I don't know how many miles. But I was going to walk all the way. That was it. God told me to go. I knew I needed to go. The resolve was there. This is the way that God does it with us. I had, a, I had, I knew what God wanted. I was going to get to California by Sunday. About right at dusk, a guy drove by in a Ford Custom. It was like a one of the bigger four doors. And he drove by real slow. And, and this officer, he went up ahead with just with binoculars, was waiting for me to put my thumb out. I had the big backpack, my sleeping bag, but I was just heading west. That's all I knew what to do. The guy drives by. He's looking at me. He's creeping at about 20 miles an hour. He went up about a block and pulled over. And that cop is sitting up there. And this guy backs up, and he rolls down the window, and I walked over. He says, where are you headed? And I said, California. Are you going to walk all the way there? I said, yes, sir. He says, you'll walk all the way there, won't you? And I said, yes, I will. He says, you better get in. Throw your stuff in the back. He got me into Salt Lake. The next morning, I got a, I got a, I stayed in Salt Lake, had my sleeping bag, all that. Next day, a guy took me to the edge of the city. And I hitchhiked I-80 west. And I got a ride to maybe Wendover. And then I got another ride, a young guy in a 240Z. He picks me up. And here we are going west. And now it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It took just took a long time to get to Wendover. And we're moving. He said, how fast do you think we're going? I said, oh, I don't know. 140 miles an hour. I'd never gone that fast. And he got me to Reno by right at about 6.30, somewhere in there. And I thought, well, there's no sense in trying to get over over the hill into Sacramento and then down to Berkeley. So I just found a overpass, spent the night. Next morning... Boom, 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 all the way into Berkeley to Telegraph Avenue or to where my friend lived. Then I got a ride to Telegraph Avenue up to where the little assembly was. They were just finishing. 
That's on Sunday. I get baptized Sunday night. Then Monday, I work all day. Tuesday, I'm ready to hitchhike back. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, something's up here. And I was reading out of a little new pocket testament, New Testament, pocket edition. No man will leave father, mother, sister, brother, wife, children to follow me. And I started laughing. It was in Luke. And I said, Lord, that's funny. I read it again. No man will leave father, mother, sister, brothers, wife, children to follow me. I think that I think that's I'm quoting it correctly. And I started laughing again. And I laughed so hard I was just I couldn't believe it. That was great. Then I looked at it again, and the words again jumped out of the page, No man will leave father, mother, sisters, brothers, I think wives and children, to follow me. And I said, Lord Jesus, I'm not going back to Colorado, am I? That afternoon, I called Reggie Bat. I said, Reggie, I am not coming back to Colorado. And the pool manager said, what, Rick, Rick. He said, no, no, you come on back. I said, Reg, I, I can't. I, I'm out here at a little Christian church, and, and the Lord has told me to stay out here. He goes, Rick, do you understand what you're giving up? He says, you're going to be, you're the, I have chosen you to replace me. The city of Longmont agreed to it. You're going to be the pool manager. You're going to be the head of recreation. And you're going to be able to go to school. They'll pay for your schooling. You're going to have a lifelong job. You're going to have benefits. Rick, you, you, you need to think about this. But I already knew. And I told him, Reg, I'm sorry. I, I just want to let you know that I'm not going to come out. I, I, I'm going to stay in California. I have to stay here. I knew that. It cost me. It cost me. 25 years old, pool manager, the first, second Hispanic to work for the city of Longmont in a high position. I had an uncle that was uh, uh, on the city council. Now I'm going to be the head of recreation. I had to make a decision. I had to basically give up my Isaac. I had to put my Isaac on the altar and let God do with it what he wanted to do with it. But it would if I would have not obeyed God, <clears throat> it would have been my walk with the Lord and the plan that God had with me would have ended. That disobedience would have cost me spiritually. This has happened to me many times in the future after that. Good job, great company, best work, more money than I've ever made, and the Lord would tell me, put in your notice. This happened time and time again. But there's occupation, there is calling. For the calling, you'll have an occupation like making tents like the Apostle Paul. But then... Your calling has to be the object of your life. If you're not consecrated, you'll miss your calling or you'll miss the fervency and the uh, 
the whole, the the the, the uh, greatness, the uh, I don't, that's a bad word. You'll just miss the plan, the full plan that God has for your life. There is a full plan, a half full plan, a quarter full plan. We have free will. What is that do, that we want to give? How much do we want to yield? You yield all, you will never regret it. If you hold back, you're going to be content. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be kept. It's going to be wonderful. But you're always going to think, what if? You don't want any what ifs. What ifs? And even if you have, let's say, given 60, you still have the opportunity to go at 100%. If you're living, if you're breathing, you can say, I repent, Lord, for consecrating 99.999%. I throw in the other point zero 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 one percent I throw it in. I'm all in. The Christians in the world today that are all in, these will be the believers that will close out this age in power, in might, in glory, in honor. These will be the believers that God will dispense all that He is into. You need revelation. God doesn't reveal things to people that are not all the way in. He'll give you the revelation you need to get you by. We can we can live in uh, in blindness, and God doesn't hold us, you know, because we're blind, and that's the power of these spirits of the air to blind us, to keep us in blindness, to keep us from seeing more of what God intends for us. That's what the devil does. Keeps us blind. But if we want, once we throw our, our, our ourselves, we, once we're all in with Christ, it's his responsibility to bring revelation to us as needed to keep us moving forward. Revelation is important. God's protection is important. God's keeping hand is important. Revelation is vital. They all work together. And one thing presently, in the evangelical churches, there is a lot of vision. There is Every pastor has vision. But on a collective scale, the one vision that God is giving His children and those that are not so much in the assemblies are seeing what God is revealing. And God's revealing we are at the end. Time has run out. There's a brief period of time left. And in the brief period of time, God is going to accomplish 
everything that he has stated he would accomplish in the prophetic word. There is going to be an apostasy, a falling away, a coldness in the heart of Christian people toward God. They're going to they're going to fall from reality to a lie. And the lie is going to be the lie is, is going to be a religion, a false belief that has no power. It may be big. It may be able, you, you can view it. It will be something that will happen worldwide. But it's a it's the imposter. The imposter religion. It is not the real religion. It has no power. It's a form of godliness. And the people in it will deny the power thereof. It's apostasy. Men's heart. Refusing to consecrate themselves to God and when God reveals the truth to them, they hesitate to obey God, to accept what God reveals to them. This is why at the time in which we live, there will be men, women, members in the body of Christ that God will use to warn God's children of the time that we're in. I want to slip to other things real quick, but I've got to stay on this one point. I have other points I want to bring in, but I'm going to stay right here. All the signs point to Armageddon. What is happening in Afghanistan and the Middle East with China and Taiwan, Russia, the Ukraine. These are coming. God is telling us there are coming wars. The time isn't yet, but they're coming. In other words, there's going to be unrest amongst the nations in the Central Asia, Europe, in Asia. In the Western world, there's going to be wars. What is developing is everything is pointing. The military presently are now once again discussing Armageddon. China building the Silk Road, the One Belt Road from Asia into the Middle East, into Europe. That did not exist ex except for a little dirt road that was the Silk Road that Marco Polo came over on, went over and came back on. Now, it's a four-lane highway. Everything is saying that just up the road a ways, Armageddon is going to take place. Coming from that back to where we are, 
everything is saying to the Christians that are really looking. We're in a time of birth pains and tribulation is coming. This is not tribulation. I hear talk of people saying this is tribulation. This is not tribulation. The agreement with the person Antichrist and the nation of Israel, the king of Babylon and the nation of Israel has not yet been signed. The coming king of Babylon has not yet revealed who he is. He's there. He's working behind the scenes in stealth. The devil, the snake, was more subtle than any beast in the field. That is a type of the coming Antichrist. He will be more subtle than any of his colleagues. Even the colleagues around him won't know who he is until he reveals himself when he comes into power. Once he comes into power, he's going to, one of the things that will prove to the Christian people who he is, he'll sign an agreement with the nation of Israel. That agreement is called the covenant in chapter 9 of Daniel 9.27. The covenant also has a name in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15 and 18. It is called the treaty with death and hell. So we're getting years away from that point. We're going to be back to close out this hour. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Hi, I'm Joey Jaquint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. 
Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. On Tuesday, December 7th, Life Choices is participating in Colorado Gifts Day. I know many of you are passionate about life and want to make a difference but don't know how. Go online to lifechoices.org and click on Colorado Gives to schedule a payment for December 7th or call 303-651-2050. Your giving will save and transform lives. Call 303-651-2050 or go to lifechoices.org and make a difference for life. Well, that this is the end of the second hour, and uh, again, the website, or I'm sorry, the website, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com, podcast section, down to the Olive Tree program for today. Monday through Thursday, I host the Present Truth program from 2 to 3. My new hours, again, on Sundays are from 9 to noon. The contact information is P.O. Box is the Olive Tree Ministry, abbreviated. <clears throat> P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. The experience of consecration, the knowledge of consecration. The experience of being born again, the knowledge of being born again. The experience of walking by faith, the knowledge of walking by faith. There are the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are the teachings of of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But then there are the experiences of those gifts and how the gifts work out in time. Paul, Peter, they had the gift of the Holy Spirit and they displayed the, they had the knowledge, but they had the gift and they had the experience of those gifts working out. Peter healing a man who was crippled. Paul casting out demons. Uh, the same with uh, Peter laying hands on people that were in the occult. And oh, actually the better one would be Ananias and Sapphira. He knew they had lied to the Holy Spirit. They didn't give what they had told the Holy Spirit they would give. They kept a part back. And both of them it cost them their lives. It brought fear to the church. The body of Christ in America does not fear God. The churches, for the most part in America, and evangelical churches, Christ said they would be apostate. They are apostate. Apostasy is false religion. 
with apostasy, there is vision that comes through the minds of men. It doesn't come through the Spirit of God or through the Scripture. Apostasy is the ultimate of religion. It has no power. It looks like it is something. It is tangible. It appears to be uh, important, but it is apostasy. It is not God. It is. It works against the real purposes of God. This is where we are in America. Well, come back. We're going to be back in about uh, five minutes to continue the third hour. And we're going to continue with the reality of all these different things. Rick Rodriguez, the present, sorry, the present truth. The Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. When making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Some of the state's bigger vaccination centers returning, making it more convenient to be inoculated against COVID-19. Denver's Ball Arena, where the Nuggets and Avalanche play, reopened its parking lots as a vaccination site Saturday. It was the first of 15 clinics that are expected to be held there in the coming month. Most of those will line up with hockey or basketball games. The vaccine bus will be in the parking lot just north of Chopper Circle and 9th Street from 9 till 3 today. At another big site, the Public Health Department in Jefferson County is running a new clinic at the Jefferson Marketplace Shopping Center on Kipling. You do need an appointment to go to that one. Both those sites, Jefferson Marketplace and Ball Arena, will have adult and children's doses available. I'm Jim Williams. A neighborhood around a Highlands Ranch shopping center had to shelter in place for the better part of Saturday after deputies found a woman dead in a parked car. The Douglas County Sheriff's Office says they got the call about 9 in the morning about the woman shot in that vehicle at the Central Park Shopping Center near C-470. Deputies didn't immediately have any suspects but asked neighbors to go on lockdown just to be safe. A little after 4 Saturday afternoon, they found a man dead in another car. They now believe that man shot the woman, then took his own life. CDOT planning more traffic stops in Glenwood Canyon along I-70 next week. That'll be happening as the state further tries to repair the damage caused by last summer's mudslides. There'll be short holds for westbound traffic as crews scale rocks to clear out debris and repair rockfall fences that worked but got damaged. CDOT says a little inconvenience now could prevent more slides next spring and summer. The Broncos face the Chiefs in Kansas City tonight, having lost 11 in a row to KC, dating back to when Peyton Manning was still the Denver quarterback and Patrick Mahomes was in college. Melvin Gordon won't be available for Denver with a hip injury, but that'll give hard-running Javante Williams the chance to take more carries. The game tonight, 620. I'm Ted Werbin. 
T'was the night before Christmas and... There's no time for poems. Santa is coming. He's coming here? Of course. Santa never misses Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Hurry, check the speed of the snow tubing hill at Glacier Point. Taste the treats over at the gingerbread decorating corner. Oh, make sure the Cirque Dreams Holidays performers perfect their flips. How many pounds of snow do we have? Uh, three million. What about the new event? All 12 interactive challenges in Mission Safe Christmas featuring Elf are ready to go. Come see so much Christmas. Tickets and overnight packages at Christmas at GaylordRockies.com. Are you planning for retirement? When planning for retirement, it's important to include a plan for when it's time to stop driving. When you choose to use public or nonprofit transit services as part of your retirement plan, you are offered senior discounts and are choosing a safe, comfortable alternative to driving, utilizing trustworthy providers. For a list of public and nonprofit transit providers in Colorado and to learn when it's time to stop driving, visit olderwiser.org. Olderwiser.org. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360KHNC.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Hi, my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. Soft and slow Like a small 
that's what we're going to do. We're going to shake the valleys. There is a residue of God's children that are going to shake the valleys. God would that all His children would be involved in shaking the valleys of the world in the time to come. But many of God's children are deceived. They are caught, entangled in the great apostasy. We hear about the apostasy, talk about it, but we don't understand what is the apostasy, what is it. It is a many things. I'll, I'll, I'll explain it in my own experience. When God's children, the churches of God, and I'm going to talk about the evangelical churches. The evangelical churches conclude, uh, includes the Pentecostal, fundamentalists, Charismatics, the uh, uh, Messianic Assemblies. Apostasy is in all of them. Apostasy is when God's children, firstly, have departed from the doctrines of the Scripture. When the doctrines of the Scripture aren't important to God's children when church building large assemblies dynamic individuals in positions that have no reality and don't care for and are not their their there's no need their attitude is doctrine, theology, eschatology is really not that important. That's the heart of apostasy. Christ said that those who build their foundation on the doctrines that he presented in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. They're likened to a man who built his house upon a foundation. In Luke it says, the man dug deep to put the house on a foundation that was deep. That man, that body of believers can be likened to a wise man. The rain is going to come. The wind is going to come. The floods are going to come. Christ was talking about the demonic world. The fallen angels above. The demons on the ground. And the floods being mankind coming against God God and His plan, God and His purpose, and against an individual and His 
religion, true religion. The wind, the rains, the floods, they're coming. These things are not a type. They are a type of a reality. Paul said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spiritual forces in the heavens. Intelligent, alive, with energy, eternal. They don't ever tire. They're relentless. They beat, 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 push, accompanied with wind, with the all the forces of darkness. Then they stir up mankind. And mankind also comes against a person's religion individually, corporately. Then there's a man who built his house upon sand. The same wind, the same rains, the same floods are going to come. And the fall is going to be great. Within evangelical churches in America, again, within the evangelical churches, you have fundamental, Pentecostal, charismatic, messianic assemblies. And what is not built on the teachings of Christ is not going to stand what is coming against it. What is being built on sand, the teachings of man, the philosophies of man, uh, basically Gnosticism, a form of godliness with no power, what is centered, man-centered, centered in the flesh, centered in the soul, but not in the spirit, will not stand what's coming. Many of the evangelical churches, doctrine is not important. Relationship is the word for the day. We are relationship-centered. Our arms are open to everyone. We don't care whether they're their sexual orientation. We don't care uh, their political background. We don't care. There are arms are open. We receive all. Chris Lamb receiving Muslims who are not born again. Those from Hinduism, Buddhism. Not compatible. You see the little sign on the bumper sticker that's got the all these different symbols. And it says, uh, what was the, the word they put on that little bumper sticker? Live together? No. It's clear in the Bible. There's a kingdom of darkness, a kingdom of heaven. The two are not compatible. Two separate kingdoms. The gods of the kingdom of darkness different than the gods of the kingdom of heaven.
in evangelical Christianity. Doctrine beginning especially in the late 70s was replaced by a social gospel. A gospel that includes everyone. A gospel of love. This type of a this type of a it's a it's not a gospel of heaven. It is a social gospel. It cannot stand the test, test of time. It won't. Because it's of man. Well, this is part of the apostasy in the church. So, until... Well, it, it's, it's going to be part of... Uh, it's going to be part of what destroys the mass of Christians that are going to be caught, swept away with it. They're already swept away with it. They're, there's no, they can't be recovered. It's just, they're not going to be able to be recovered. A part of the church, God said, is what He's going to do, He's going to throw it in fire. The branches are going to be thrown into fire, the fires of tribulation. That's the only thing that's going to save the individuals, the fires of tribulation. So, with the apostasy, you can have healings, you can have miracles, but what did Christ say? There will be those who say, Lord, didn't we cast out spirits? Didn't we do all these things in your name? But Christ says, I never knew you, meaning you never consecrated yourself to me. I didn't own you. So, in the body of Christ, you have those that are doing all these marvelous things for Christ. But, Christ did not own them. I can name names, mention ministries, but uh, I would only offend a lot of you. I don't want to offend you. God will reveal to you what He wants to reveal to you. For those that want to revelation, God is faithful to give you the revelation that you need. We are in um, the American churches have built on sand. They're not going to stand what's coming. The They don't want revelation. They don't want Bible prophecy. In apostasy, I'll give you some of the lies of the churches that are been affected by false doctrine. One of the main false doctrines of America and the evangelical churches is the doctrine of a pre-trib rapture. I'm presenting it to you I can't force you to believe it. I can't. I have no power to get you to see it. This comes by the Holy Spirit. This comes by searching the Scripture. 
people have taken the Scripture, twisted the Scripture, and put in this matter of a pre-tribulation rapture or a mid-tribulation rapture. But the truth of the Scripture is God has never taken His people out of hardship from the beginning in the Old Testament, the New Testament, in the early church. Paul warned the Christians of persecution that was coming. Christ stated, stated if you follow me, you'll be hated. You'll be persecuted. He warned them. But he would be with us to carry us, to give us the grace that we would need. The early churches, they had to hide in the catacombs. They were persecuted. They were hunted down. They were burned. They were beheaded. John the Apostle was thrown into a vat of oil. They tried to cook him. didn't work. The other 11 uh, were martyred. Paul was uh, beheaded. Peter was hung upside down on a cross. He wouldn't allow them to hang him upright on a cross. So he said, I'll go upside down. They were all martyred. This is to give the believers an understanding. These men were not afraid to die because they knew they would just go from one. In one second, they'd be here on earth. Another second later, they'd be in the in 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 paradise with Christ, waiting, waiting, awaiting resurrection. An early rapture. No. We're going to go through the tribulation. I can only present to you. This is not just an opinion. This is my study. We're going to go through the tribulation. We're going to need the grace of God. The power of God. God will give it to us. Secondly. A great mystery in the Bible that the men in this country refuse to tell the children in their assemblies that America is in the Bible. They try to... They have excuses why America can't be in the Bible. That America is not mentioned. That the Antichrist is coming from ancient Babylon. Antichrist is going to come from Rome. Antichrist is going to come out of Europe. Not Rome, but in other areas out of Europe. When the truth is, the Bible talks about a daughter of one of the nations, meaning England. And Jeremiah talks about a nation that has ports, P-O-R-T-S, for ships or commerce. The main way in which America 
presently and has always been the case. The goods from the nations have come to the ports of this country, on the west, on the east, in the Gulf. The pastors of the land are not honest. They feel that America is the wilderness in the time in the tribulation that's coming, that the people will come to America to be protected from the hardships that are coming. No. Actually, Jeremiah 51 and Revelation basically tell people to get out of Babylon. Babylon is not a mystical, spiritual uh, concept. It is a physical property. It is. It has a military with bullets. It has an economy from which it rules the nations. It has a intellectual base like no other nation. We through our computer, our, our computer science, look what we've done to the whole world. Our computer science has gone out to the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're like a vehicle that you get in and you drive. You can't get from point A to point B without a vehicle. God cannot get from point A to point B without a physical Babylon. My program today was going to be on Isaiah, 50, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 51 and Revelation 18. In a sense, I guess I'm kind of laying the groundwork for another program or two. I cannot, and I, I know that without revelation, if God doesn't open your eyes, what I'm telling you, you will not receive it. You can't understand it. It will be unimportant. When you have the revelation of Babylon, the great, now you know where Antichrist is coming from. You know that Babylon is his kingdom. You know the Christians living in his nation are going to be persecuted. They're going to be hunted down. They're going to be forced to worship his image. When you understand who Babylon the Great of the end of the world is, you'll know that it is a nation that is going to destroy other nations of the world. It's going to be a hammer, a sledgehammer. This is in Jeremiah 51. When you have the revelation of Babylon the Great, America, then you realize the seventh church, the church of Laodicea. The church of Laodicea thrives in America. It has its existence in America. It was not Europe-centered. It wasn't the the... the the land that it was to be 
settled on would not be any of the nations in Europe. It would have to be a nation in between two oceans, America. America is known, the world knows America by its evangelical churches. It does not know America by the Catholic churches. It does not know America by the Lutheran churches. It does not know America by the Greek churches. The world, as it pertains, in the world pertaining to religion, looks at America as an evangelical nation. They understand the Christianity of America being different from Christianity of Europe. They know that. They look at the evangelical churches in America. They know what Pentecostalism is, to some degree charismatic, and to a great degree Messianic churches. The Messianic movement in America has gone into other parts of the world, South America, Africa, tried to take hold in Israel. It is there, but is very ineffective. Why? Because the Jewish people, without God's Spirit upon the mind of the Jewish people that do become believers, the minds, according to, the Paul, to Paul in the book of Romans, they're in blindness. They will be in blindness. They will never be born again, many of them. There will be a few, again, a residue. And the residue must be in Israel to proclaim Messiah, to proclaim uh, their Yeshua. And there will be those in Israel that will meet the Lord, that will meet Christ. There will be a great persecution of the Christian, the Jewish Christians in Israel. Many of the Jewish Christians in America are going to have to leave America. In Revelation chapter 12, one of the lies of the apostasy is that America is the wilderness to which people are going to flee to. No. The wilderness in Revelation chapter 12, that wilderness is the area of the Jordan, of present-day Jordan. That is the wilderness that God is going to keep the Jewish people during the time, the last three and a half years of tribulation. The Jewish people that are not born again, that are just Jewish people but religious that know the Bible, they are told to flee to the mountains. The mountains are over the Jordan River to the east. They have to flee to Jordan. Israel will own Jordan. It will be Jordan's, it will be Israel, Jordan will be Israel's property. Jordan is Israel's inheritance. They just don't own it yet. Okay, this is the bottom of the hour. We'll be back to continue, finish out in the next half hour. We'll be right back. 
Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. The Loveland P.E. Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado, 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. If you're serious in bringing today's injustices to resolve, understanding, of course, that justice guards our liberties, there's only two places in which to bring you, the Bible and the U.S. Constitution. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Well, we're at the last half hour of today's program. I can present to you what I have studied. I can't. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I have no authority or power to give you revelation. All revelation comes from God. Revelation is dispensed just like uh, like a paycheck. It is dispensed, revelation is dispensed, dispensed to God's people that want to know the truth. If the people of God don't want to know the truth, there will be no dispensing 
of revelation. If God's people want to hold the thought of a pre-trib rapture so that they don't suffer, God obliges them. If they don't believe that there is a physical land of Antichrist, a land that he will be the king over, not in the desert, not in a, in a land in a desert, but in a land that sits between two oceans, Jeremiah 51, then God, he has an economy. God, there is God's economy. In God's economy, God makes investments that he knows there's going to be a return. There is a parables of the man with the talents. God expects return from his people. God will dispense revelation if he believes there's going to be a return. If there isn't going to be a return, again, why would he want to invest? God will invest in his children that want truth. God will invest in children that are going to be faithful. God has an economy. God's in the business of profit. So he dispenses revelation to those that want to know the truth with not just who is America, not just do we go through the tribulation or don't we, but to those that are looking that want to know are we in the final years of the sixth day? There were six days in Genesis, seven days. Each day being a thousand years. One day with God is 24 hours. God's day is a thousand years with man. We're at the end of the sixth day. It's been 6,000 years since Adam was created. Because we're at the end of 6,000 years, the seventh, thousand, the, the seventh day, or the final thousand years, Christ is going to have His kingdom. His kingdom is going to be here on earth for a thousand years. The signs of the times that we're in point to where we are in time. We have a system now. We have almost everything in place to go to a cashless society. That's one of the signs of the end of the world. We have now the nations, the, 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 military, uh, the militaries of the world are saying that there's going to be an Armageddon. They're talking about it. Our Pentagon is talking about it. I know they want to stop it, but it's not going to be stopped. The Bible says that at the end, knowledge is going to increase. Look at through the computer, knowledge is increasing and doubling now almost every two or three years because of the computer. This would be the sign of the end of the world. In the body of Christ, 
there would be a great apostasy. People will not believe that Christ is coming back. They don't want Him to come back. They hope He won't come back. In America, for the most part, many of the believers in this country are are well-to-do. They're well-off. They don't want Christ to come back. That's just the truth. That's just the way we are. So many things that they're at the end of the world, the rise in witchcraft. There, there was a great spike in witchcraft in the 60s and 70s. Another spike in the 80s. There's been another spike from that time forward. But now with all of the news coming out about these people, that are now being exposed as pedophiles. With pedophilia, you cannot talk about pedophilia without the understanding of witchcraft. Because it, people that are involved in pedophilia, it is a spirit. It is a demon. Once they get caught in that world, they can't get out. The spirits take hold of a person and they just keep digging in deeper. They get right down into deep into the soul. And like one, uh, there were these uh, psychiatrists, men in that field. They have stated that people that get into that world There is no rehab for them. No rehabilitation. They cannot be rehabilitated. It's like with with uh, with Jeffrey Dahmer and like with uh, who was the other guy that they uh, eventually executed. I can see his name. Uh, I can see. I can't see his name. They knew that he could not be rehabilitated. No counseling. It no, uh, didn't matter how many hours you spent counseling him. Medications. There was no way for him to be rehabilitated. They knew that if they were to allow him out of prison, it would pretty much be immediate immediately he would go back to that Ted Bundy. He would go back to murdering people. The Bible talks about it. It talks about a, a worm that goes in a man so deep that worm can't be ejected. It can't, it can't be delivered from that worm. And like the, I guess they were psychiatrists, sociologists stated, the only thing to do with those type of people is to execute them. You don't. There's no sense in letting them live. No sense in trying to rehabilitate them. Don't spend money on them. Just execute them. This would be one of the conditions at the end of the world. Mankind would basically be taken over by demons. As in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. 
in the days of Noah, there was no way to redeem anyone other than the eight souls that were on the ark. The whole, all of mankind had the DNA, the structure, and their DNA was changed. They had to be destroyed. Today, I have been doing my programs during the week, the present truth. I have brought out documentation. They have found in this vaccination, they have found the DNA of Neanderthal man. Neanderthal man was the creature's what they call man, it was creatures that were pre-Adamic. They were before Adam. They have a similar type of human structure, but it's not the DNA of Adam. It is a different DNA. They have found that DNA in some of the people that have received these jabs. What did the Lord say? The genetic structure of the children of, of mankind at the time of Noah had been changed because of the women who had intercourse with fallen angels. Their children were Nephilim. Half angel, half human. The whole genetic structure at the time of Noah had been altered because of fallen angels, a different kind of angelic DNA. It's in the book of Genesis chapter 6. Well, they found the DNA of pre-Adamic creatures. They know how to put that DNA into mankind. Then also, I suspected that they have been putting DNA of some of these Nephilim also in the vaccinations. And with the evidence that I found, it is true. They have found a giant. They were able to extract DNA out of one of the giants. That's what they were called, which would be Nephilim. And they have found in some people there was a woman by the name of, uh, oh boy, what was her name? She was a black woman. Uh, what was her name? But they found she had a uh, cancer in her, her uterus. And they found that that cancer wouldn't die. It was, it was, uh, Eternal. It was immortal cells. And they took the cells and they put them and saved them. They have done all this research on her cells. They don't know where the tumor came from. They don't know. But it has, it is immortal 
And the only kind of cells that would be immortal would be the cells of the Nephilim. Nephilim, the giants. They took those cells, they've taken them up into outer space to make them grow faster. They are in cancer uh, treatments. They are in labs, bio labs all over the world. Immortal cells, just like Adam and Eve had immortal cells, but they're not from Adam or Eve. They're a blend of human and angel cell. This would be one of the signs of the end of the world. The Nephilim would return, half angel, half human. The genetic structure of man would be tampered with. They have the technology to do that. They have done it. They are finding these different type of genetic uh, components in the in the uh, DNA of men of men and women. I suspected that probably they would take in some batches of these vaccines, not all of them, but in some of them, they would probably take batches. They have ways to follow each batch. They know how many vials come out of each, how many millimeters, milliliters come out of each vial, out of each batch. They know how many they can make. And they know how to follow each syringe to see who gets that vaccination. And they have a way to follow up with the person that received the vaccination to see what happens to that person physically. We're at the end. And now, the, the mysteries in the Bible are going to be revealed. They have to be. They're going to be revealed to the world, and the world is going to understand the mysteries easier than the children of God. The children of the world are wiser than the children of light. They're going to look at what's happening in the world, and they are looking at what's happening in the world, and they are talking about Armageddon. They are talking about the mark of the beast. They are saying it's here. And their eyes are open. And they're saying, wow, we must be at the end of the world. And the term Christ used, the end of the world, meant the time when the kingdom of darkness, when their rule is coming to an end. This is why the principalities and powers, the demons, are trying to destroy mankind as quickly as possible. Because they know their time is limited. They know that their kingdom is about to end. Their time of rule in the world is almost over. They know that. They're well aware of it. And they know that they have, according to the scripture, will give, be given opportunity to kill as many people as they possibly can. If they could kill everyone, they would. Well, what did the Lord Jesus say? If he, because of the, well, how do you phrase it? 
He has to come and cut the time short or no flesh would be saved, whether human or animal. Something man is bringing in, something into mankind that is going to make mankind sick. And it has happened. The world is sick. Then, at the end, in Revelation, I'm sorry, in Isaiah chapter 48, I'm sorry, uh, Isaiah 28, the Lord talks about His judgment coming. And His judgment is called consumption. A thorough, complete, un, completely unpolluted judgment coming on those people who destroy the world, who hate God, who uh, hate humanity, a consumption, a complete judgment of horror is coming to them. They cannot, the horror will be so great that they go mad. They can't handle it. It's horror. It's complete. It is perfect. They know it's from God. They know they can't stop it. They just have to wait for their end. And in panic, in torment, in horror. We'll be right back. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient. Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit peshows.com. That is peshows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. Hey, man.
man. Pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican. There's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com. Click the shop. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. All the comforts of home and world-class pet care. 30 services available. Daycare and boarding to belly rubs and massages. We have immediate availability. Ultra clean and safe with individual suites and webcams. Book now and mention KHNC and get a 5% discount. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Just off I-25 and Crossroads, Northern Colorado's place for pets. Call us at 970-663-PAWS. That's 970-663-7897. We're finished for today. We're going to finish with just a few things here, and uh, our today's program is over. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for my weekday program, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3, The Present Truth, also on podcast, 1360khnc.com. Contact information. P.O. Box 872, Longmont 80502. P.O. Box, uh, yeah, and that you can just write that out to, you can just write to Olive Tree Ministry rather than Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. You can just abbreviate it. And uh, then, trying to remember if there's anything I need to discuss. I do have a friend that's been on before, a pastor or evangelist, Ron Perry. Uh, He will be in the future. I don't know when. We'll have him back on. Talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, like I've stated, there's the knowledge of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's the knowledge of the fruits of the Spirit. There is a knowledge of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the nine gifts. But then there's the experience. And with, with, with uh, Ron Perry, uh, when he comes back on, we're going to continue to talk about the experience that he's had in his lifetime, about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, how they work, how they operate, and the things that God has, where God has put him, how God has worked with him, and what God has done through him using the gifts of the Spirit. The knowledge of the gifts, one thing. Experience of the gifts, something different. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, that's one thing. The gifts, of the, or the, the, the experience of the baptism, something different. I talked in the first hour about consecration. There's the knowledge of consecration, then there's the experience of consecration. God is moving His children into experience. There's the power of God, then there's the experience of the power of God. So, in the future, we're going to continue to, to talk about 
what God has planned for us as His people and how He has empowered us to do great things in the future and to be a witness to all the corruption in the world, all the people that are doing the evil. And we're going to, as God's children, we're witnesses. And we're going to begin to bring punishments on them. God has given us that responsibility to begin to bring punishments on the evil children of the world, just like Moses did when Pharaoh wouldn't let the children of Israel go into the wilderness to worship God. In the future, we're going to discuss it. Rick Rodriguez, God bless you. God bless you mightily. God give you his experiences in life. On Tuesday, December 7th, Life Choices is participating in Colorado Gives Day. I know many of you are passionate about life and want to make a difference, but don't know how. Go online to lifechoices.org and click on Colorado Gives to schedule a payment for December 7th or call 303-651-2050. Your giving will save and transform lives. Call 303-651-2050 or go to lifechoices.org and make a difference for life. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort.